you know, sometimes, sometimes in this thing called life, you know, I'm trying to trying to start it off some philosophical shit, but you know, I'm, I'm gonna cut that short. Um, this is the perfect tweet for this moment. It says, <laughs> "I've lost track of whether racism is distracting from the crimes or the crimes are distracting from the racism." And one of the themes of this show is, you know, I've done shows on it. Is you know, don't get distracted. You know, focus, focus on. Focus on what matters. And um first of all, let's not let's not forget about Jeffrey Epstein. Let's not let's not let him off the hook for one minute. And um you know, there were stories of him being found in his jail cell, all curled up in a fetus position and stuff like that, you know. They didn't say whether it was attempted suicide or whether he got beat up or you know, the story's still unclear in that regards. But let's not Let's not take our eye off of that guy for too long because he he is the key to a lot of people in my perspective. And um what happened with that what happens with that guy is uh is very, very important to me because as I said, I want him to snitch on everyone, as I said, you know. <laughs> Am I a proponent of snitching? <laughs> I'm not, I've never put myself in a situation to be in any jammed up in anything of that nature, so I, I can't I can't even comment on that. Um, but yeah, let's not let this guy die. Let's not let them kill him so he doesn't snitch on everybody. So yes, yes, he should be in jail. But yes, I, I want him to live so he can snitch on everybody. Um, but yeah, there's just too much. There's too much going on. Um, just from my general perspective, and just you know. Just sweet baby Jesus. I don't even know where to start, man. If I'm just gonna be honest with you, but let me let me start by introducing myself. My name is uh, Derek H. Flint. I'm just a regular guy. Uh, I do this thing here called VOG Podcast, PCP Pod, PCP Podcast. Um, yeah, this is my show. It's a show about things from my perspective, and um. Things in the news that I feel, you know, people should know about. But um, somehow, somehow all these things get uh, swept aside for more than uh, one reason. And it's just, you know, good God, sweet baby Jesus, man. I'm just, and hold on, before I, before I get off uh, Epstein, um, his pilots are now being subpoenaed in the sex trafficking investigation. Federal prosecutors in Manhattan have subpoenaed Jeffrey Epstein's longtime personal pilots. According to people familiar with the matter, as investigators seek to question the financier's employees in the wake of his indictment on sex trafficking charges. Yeah, I just don't, as I started off with that tweet, you know, are the crimes? What was it? I gotta get this right. I don't wanna. I don't wanna um, get this incorrect. I've lost track of whether race, the racism is distracting from the crimes, or the crimes are distracting from the racism. And that that pretty much about sums it up, fucking perfectly from my perspective. And um, but let's not let's not forget about Mr. Epstein over there because he has some powerful friends, and I'm surprised he's still in jail. So you know, um, yeah. Sweet baby Jesus, man. I want him to snitch on everybody. I want him to tell it all. And then, you know, 
once y'all find out half of the stuff that y'all heard was actually true, then um, you know, for fuck's sake though, uh, they have the Vatican and uh, the Catholic Church, as I said before. Um, but you know, that's still in existence, and people still pay them. So you know, what are we gonna do, sweet baby Jesus, man? Um, yeah, yeah, I just want to see you know who who goes down in the whole thing. But uh, yeah, some people are going to jail. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, let me just. Hey, sorry, sorry about that. I don't even know if y'all get the clicks in the show. Yeah, I need to, I need to start doing this shit in the studio. Um, but yeah, let's you know, let's. What was I saying? Keep an eye on Jeffrey Epstein. You know, you know, let's not let that man get killed in jail before he gets a chance to snitch on everybody. But welcome. Welcome. It's Monday. Hope you had a nice weekend. Um, my life is hectic right now. You know, being a father is the most important thing. Uh, my little man is snitching on me now, and um, I'm getting calls from his mother about my method of uh, dealing with him. And um, you know, <laughs> wear rubber, little bro, little bro. Wear rubber, all right, little bro. And don't <laughs> don't be stressing, all right, man. Ain't nothing for you to stress over. You you young. And you're in a, you know, you're in the thotty generation, my guy. You ain't got nothing to be stressed over. Just be glad it ain't you in that situation. And it's some other dude who doesn't know the headache he's getting into. That was just a shout out to a little bro. I should have texted him that instead of saying it on air. But nonetheless, yeah, welcome, welcome. Um, I don't even, I don't even know where to start. Um, but sweet baby Jesus, I'm, I'm going through um all these stories. And um, let me, I'm just going to try to get through all of them. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to attempt to get through all of them because I don't even know where to start, man. And as I said, it's all a distraction. Um, <laughs> like, can we, hold on, before I start, can we talk about this? Um, if you haven't seen the beautiful video, please go to the VOG podcast page because it's definitely up there, man. Um, there was a video that was released last Wednesday, man. And um. <laughs> Speaking of my my BF talking to me about how I deal with my son, but um, there was a video of a <laughs> a group of teens between the age of like thirteen and fifteen. They were like ten or twelve of them, man, and um, <laughs> they just beat beat somebody up in front of a hotel in DC. Um, <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny, but uh, the the video was just crazy. And then I sit there and I'm like, yo, it, it was around 1 a.m. on July 14th. One of the suspects outside of Hilton in the DuPont Circle neighborhood called out, called out to the group of teens, that's him, before they all descended upon one of the men, according to a police report. So <laughs> surveillance video shows the suspects viciously, viciously beating one man. The second man yelled to the attackers, that's not him. You have the wrong person. But then he, too, was punched. <laughs> yeah, I should not be laughing at this. I should not be laughing at this because as I'm getting older, I realize, you know, this could be me and that, you know, it's a savage life out there. And uh, <laughs> this is why you fucking should be parents to your kids so you wouldn't have them running around doing this. But, uh, you know, if you haven't seen that video, please do um go to the... <laughs> Go to the VOG podcast page on Instagram, and uh, you will see that video somewhere in the timeline where it's just like, good God, who, who is raising these savages, man? Who? Who? But um, <laughs> listen, 
it's a it's a savage savage world um I'm just going to go off the top, man. I'm just running down this list of stories. You just got to bear with me. The style of the show tonight is just me trying to get through everything that's on my mind. And um, good God, I just saved so many that it's not even funny. Um, Speaking of the savages, man, um, there was a shooting. Uh, (laughs) There's two shootings I'm going to cover. But there was one that uh, it was in Brooklyn. I live in New York, so this one goes first. Uh, That left one person dead and 11 injured. 12 people were struck by gunfire at a Brooklyn park shortly after the close of a festival festival that drew thousands of revelers, police said. One man died and another victim who was in critical condition has been upgraded and is unstable after the shooting Saturday night in the Brownsville neighborhood, the New York Police Department said. Yo, I'm not laughing at this, but good God. Like, what kind of world do we live in, man? Um, The wounded victims range in age from 21 to 55 years old, and the slain man was identified by police as Jason Pagon, 38, of Brooklyn. I don't know if this man did anything to anybody. I I, I would like to assume not being 12 people got shot, but what the, what is going on? There was a melee around 11 p.m. at the park's playground, and, um... This is at the Old Timers Festival in Brooklyn. Um, the, <laughs> I mean, Brownsville. I'm not, I mean, I go with that, man. Bra- <laughs> Brooklyn is Brooklyn is real, man. Um, the authorities believe there were no less than two shooters and the two guns involved were involved in the attack. So this is crazy, man. Um, basically, some people shot up the Old Timers event in Brooklyn. And um, the police... <laughs> Police have no clue who did it or why they did it or anything like that. They're relating it to the fight that took place um, shortly before, but they don't know for sure, for sure. Uh, Good God. Uh, This is reasons why I stay my black ass in the house if I'm just keeping it a buck. That was very wrong of me to say for this story, but it's 12 people shot for no reason. For no reason. There's no good reason that 12 people were shot. Hey, you can't you can't justify this. And I'm not I'm not for um I'm not for taking away all guns and all that other stuff, but sweet baby Jesus, man. As I did the show like who who has to get shot before um the uh before it all stops? It, it, it just it's not it's a bad movie that's only going to get worse, man. Um now, speaking of the shootings, there was another shooting at the um, Gilroy Garlic Festival out in California. Uh, three people are dead and 15 are wounded after a shooting that uh, shooting at the Gilroy Garlic Festival. And this is in Gilroy, California. Um, this is just a food festival, man. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. And this look. This this white, I can't, I don't want to say that because it sounds racist. But this terrorist who's of Caucasian descent, you know, he, like, and it's illegal. He bought the AK legally before um he killed these people. Tragically, one of them was a six-year-old boy. And um, it's not right, man. It's really not right, but I'm not, I'm not going to get emotional about the whole thing. 
but it's just crazy, man. It was the last day of the annual event that attracts thousands of attendees, man. And it, it, it's it's just crazy. I don't know how many mass shootings there is there have been in this country we live in um, this year alone, but who, who has to get shot before this shit stops? And, you know, I'm not conflicted. This is not a, a, a situation where I'm conflicted about anything in terms of, you know, the mass shootings or anything of that nature. But in the same light, I'm just like, yo, like, yo, is this part of the agenda that's going on? Like the bigger picture and the bigger agenda? Because that's too, um, I can't call it Brooklyn with a mass shooting. I'm, I'm just liable to call that Brooklyn shit because that's, that's what goes on in New York, man. Uh, it goes on in other places too, but, you know, but that wasn't a mass shooting. I guess the Gilroy Garlic thing was a mass shooting because, you know, the guy, um, the guy who, the guy who did it, I guess he had, um, I guess he had reasons to do it. And he, um, what is this terrorist name? Um, let me, let me, let me get this terrorist name, man. Um, the shooter was identified as Santino William Lagan, who is 19. And um, Lagan was killed less than a minute after opening fire. So he's dead. Um, he was armed with an AK-47 that was purchased legally in Nevada. Uh, he fired at three officers. <laughs> See, this don't sound right. Despite the fact that they were outgunned with their handguns against the rifle, those three officers were able to fatally wound that suspect, and the event ended very quickly. Uh, uh, wasn't that quick if he killed three people and shot another 12? <sighs> Listen, I don't know if this is all part of the agenda, as I've been saying recently. I'm not an oracle. I don't know for sure exactly what's going on here, but this shit is just getting worse and worse. And as I said, it feels like we're really living in a really, really bad movie. And this is this is the new norm. Even though I don't know what normal is anymore, this is it. And it's... um. It's just fucking crazy, man. Like, it, what is this, what is his terrorist name again, man? Um, Santino William Lagan, nineteen. Um, police searched a two-story home of Lagan's family and a dusty car parked outside before leaving the house Monday with paper bags and what appeared to be other evidence. The house was less than a mile away, man. Um, they're not gonna give a motive, and they're not gonna, you know, label him a. They're not going to label him a, a a domestic terrorist or anything of that nature. They're just they're going to blame it on some mental problems or some other shit. But um, is this a bigger push here to kind of get the guns outlawed and to kind of um, bring in this new era? I don't know. I don't know. But who who has to get shot before it stops, man? There's four people dead. And uh, maybe 23 or 24 wounded between New York and the Gilroy Garlic Festival. And um, Old Thomas Day and the Gilroy Garlic Festival. Sweet baby Jesus. You know, sometimes, 
sometimes it's better to stay home. I And I'm not saying that as a slight to anybody or to be insensitive, but it just reinforces it for me because I, I don't... <laughs> I don't even understand this, man. Um, now, <laughs> hey, let me just do a quick blurb about this one. Um, <laughs> the con man gangster in office. Uh, he called he called Baltimore like a rat infested uh, place where nobody would want to live. Um, it's not one of those things where I'm conflicted. Uh, Baltimore, you know, Baltimore is Baltimore, right? It's part of America. He's in charge of America, so he's accountable for it somewhat. Um, was it racist? I, <laughs> yo, I'm horrible, man, when it comes to this stuff. And I'm like, yo, was it racist? I guess because I saw a video of the way he talks to um, minority, uh, people of minority descent and women and how he talks to them very differently from how he talks to people of Caucasian descent. And um, is he racist? No. I don't know. I really don't know, man. But um, yeah, that happened and that's another distraction in the whole thing is him. Um, him calling Baltimore a rat infested um, place where nobody would want to live. And um it's just, it's a bullshit story. I mean, it's bigger, it's being blown out of proportion way more than it should be. And um, is, is he racist? We're all racist to some extent. You know, black people, you make, we make fun of the way white people dance. White people, you, you guys may brag about having bigger cocks than Asian guys. You know, um, yeah. I don't know who the Mexican may like. We listen. Dominicans and Puerto Ricans don't like each other for some reason. So we're all racist to an extent. So, you know, I'm not saying cut the fucking guy a break, but um, just don't get distracted by all of this other shit, please. And um, while I say that, you know, let's not, let me not skip over this, man. Um, Let me not skip over this because I did a show about this. And, uh, the, you know, yo, there's something going on. And it's way bigger than... um people think, man, because this is the fifth NYPD officer who died by suicide in the last two months. Is some 7-5 documentary about to come out about the Bronx? Like, what is going on here, man? Because uh, this is the fifth in the last two months, and uh, they're concerned, and this was on Staten Island. Um, <laughs> good God, man. The late officer was a sergeant. But beyond that, the details are not immediately available, and that's. I, let me. I, I'm if I'm not mistaken, actually, that is the seventh such death this year by the NYPD. Why are they committing suicide? Is it PTSD? Is it stress? Is it um, guilt? <laughs> I'm not laughing at anybody committing suicide. I'm just asking questions. Like, is it guilt? Is it uh, is it something about to come out that we don't know? Are all these guys allegedly involved with the Jeffrey Epstein saga? I don't know. Listen, I keep seeing this article pop up about some officer having sex with a 14-year-old in the back of his car. So I, I don't know. But the fact that this is the... Um, seventh 
one this year to just commit suicide. There's something bigger going on here. And um I think I think this is a story I need to keep a track of and I wish there was more news about these things. But um they went to the sergeant's home after he failed to show up for work that the thirty year old with eight years' experience on the police force, was pronounced dead at the scene around 4 p.m. Damn, man, he was only 30. Sweet baby Jesus, man. I mean, uh, is the job that bad? Are we making it that hard for them? Um, good God, it seems like I'm joking, but I'm like, was he one of the ones that got doused with water? Um Good God, this is seventh, man. The seventh one. More than 100 law enforcement officers in the United States have taken their own lives in 2019. Why? Why? And this is... <laughs> you know, everything I say just sounds like a joke. I'm like, why? Because they can't beat their wives no more? I don't understand. Like, they might lose their job. Um, but this is the seventh one this year, the seventh NYPD officer to kill himself this year. And it, it's it's tragic, you know, but the fuck, man. There has to be something. There's a connection with all of this, and I'm not sure what it is, whether it be PTSD, uh, mental illness, or, you know, just shit, just life shit going on, man. Like, uh, this is something that really, you know, I wanted to be investigated and I wanted to be like a bunch of dirty cops if I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. But um, I'm just giving these other examples for it just in case it's not. Because, you know, they I did that other show too. Like, are cops emotionally disturbed people? Because a lot of them have authority problems and they don't know how to deal with people without it being in an authoritative manner. And that's where it carries over from job to real life. And um that's why that's why a large a large percentage of current and former police officers have the tendency tendency for domestic violence. I'm not saying they all do, but according to statistics that proves to be true. So, you know, just seeing this and I'm like, that's the seventh one this year. Like there's something going on here that um, we're not talking about. And it's, uh, being there's more than 100 that have done it nationwide this year, uh, maybe maybe it's the accountability. Everybody got cameras now. We don't know what it is, but this is not, it's not normal, um, just for the record, man. And it, it was just something that caught it caught my eye, and I was just like, "Yo, this is this is something going on here." But um, like I, like I confessed, I, re I really wanted to be like a ring of dirty cops, and they're all like, um, "Damn, this is savage!" Like they're all offing themselves before um, they get brought before the feds and shit. I, ideally, that's what my mind wants, but in the same light, I would like this examined anyway, because um, I do have buddies who are retired cops and retired corrections officers so you know if they i know one who definitely has ptsd and um uh yeah there needs to be more research on this just for you know for humanity's sake you know 
because I am a human at the end of the day. And um, spe- <laughs> speaking of police, um, if you don't know, Hong Kong is still riding like a month and a half later. And um, <laughs> I did the show, protesting get brutalized because I'm trying to talk. Trying to tell you niggas. Yeah, people in Puerto Rico better stop dancing in the street. Y'all got that guy to resign. Y'all better cut it out before the riot police come through. And, uh, you know, people lose eyes or some next shit. So just understand it's not a game. And um, just, <laughs> and I'm not only saying that because uh, in Hong Kong, the riot police were firing tear gas and protesters for two days straight this past weekend. Um, Police and protesters were facing off in Hong Kong, district of Shenyang. Police have been firing tear gas for hours now to clear the crowds, but the hundreds of protesters left are still pushing back. This is part of the summer of discontent out there in Hong Kong. And um, for the past eight weekends, mass demonstrations, clashes with police, and escalating violence have become norm. And uh, the extradition bill is threatened. I mean, uh, it's suspended, pretty much. And um, <laughs> they're they're protesting now, so they just scrapped the whole idea. And um, if you haven't seen the video, this is another video. It's up on the uh, VOG Instagram page of uh, men in white t-shirts. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. Beating protesters with sticks. And um, if you, and then it was alleged, I, I don't need these people coming after me because these are like gangsters, gangsters. Uh, it was alleged that they were part of the triad, which is uh, triad or triad. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I don't want to disrespect these guys. Um, but they're like a large, they're the, they're the Chinese version of the mafia. Let's just put it like that. And um and the people were saying, like, oh, the police didn't stop them. The police didn't do nothing. And then they were questioning if the triads were actually there on behalf of the police because they could beat people. And um, the police can't. The police can only fire tear gas and uh, rubber bullets at people. But um, it's, uh, it's, it's just crazy, man. But, um... Over the past two chaotic months, protests have typically ended by 12.30 a.m. before the final trains leave. Young protesters don't want to get separated or risk being stranded and picked up by the police. Um, good God, man. So they're firing tear gas and guys in white t-shirts running around beating people with sticks and things of that nature. It's just a... Yo, you got to see these videos, man. Like... The world is bigger than your hood and your block in this country. So um, just just watching these videos, I'm like, yo, is this all part of the agenda? Because it damn sure seems like it. And as I said, they're testing y'all. They want to see how much it takes to get America to riot. And um, if a six-year-old boy getting shot at a food festival doesn't do it, um, <laughs> They they got you guys well well trained and um but uh it's uh you gotta remember this is eight weeks eight weekends in a row that this protest has been going on and um it's only it's only getting worse and um let's get this shit straight um <laughs> they tried this 
they tried some some protest shit. They tried some protesting in Russia. Uh, it didn't go so well, man. Russian police arrested more than a thousand protesters in Moscow. The group wanted opposition candidates to be allowed for run to run for city council. And um, this was Saturday, actually, man. Russian police cracked down fiercely Saturday on demonstrators in central Moscow, beating some people and arresting more than a thousand who were protesting the exclusion of opposition candidates from the ballot from Moscow City Council. Police also stormed into a TV station broadcasting the protest. Do you understand what happened there, right? They was like, nah, nah, not here, not here. That shit is not happening. So, <laughs> hey, you see it, right? It said, beating some people and arresting more than a thousand. If you've ever seen any documentary on uh, Russian police or the KGB or anything of that nature, um, <laughs> you should know they they the real gangsters in uh, Russia. Just for the record, man. Along with the arrest of the mostly young demonstrators, several opposition activists who wanted to run for the council were arrested throughout the city before the protest. Alex, Alexei Navalny, Russia's most prominent opposition figure, was sentenced Wednesday to 30 days in jail for calling an unauthorized protest. The protesters, who police said numbered around 3,500, shouted slogans, slogans including Russia will be free and who are you beating? One young woman was seen being was seen bleeding heavily after being struck on the head. Yo, they don't play that over there. Like I could do all that in um Hong Kong and Russia. Hong Kong, Venezuela, America and all that other stuff, but Russia is not having the shit, man. Um, police eventually dispersed protesters from one from the area of the mayor's office, but many demonstrators reassembled at a square about a kilometer away, where the where new arrests began, with police beating some to the ground with wide trenchant swings, while other demonstrators tried to push them away. Uh yeah, not over here. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not. But um, uh. Yeah, that power shift is real, my guy. Um, you know, there's just too much going on right now. This is why I'm giving you all these stories in one show because I'm like, yo, to me, it's all part of the agenda. And um, I just gave you out a 72-hour theory and things of that nature. But I, I think it's part of the agenda and it's part of the plan unfolding on a whole. And um, with that being said, it's it's um, <laughs> it's just it's it's crazy to me. It's just crazy when I read these stories and they're just like, yeah, no, they were beating some of them and um, <laughs> fucking Russian police, man. Um, yeah, that's why Donald Trump is scared for his life, man. He's either gonna have to go to jail or he's gonna have to go to Russia. So um, get ready to rumble for for that office in twenty twenty. After he gets uh after he gets voted out, man. Um, and uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta I gotta figure this one out, man. I'm gonna try to squeeze two more in. And um, that was the rioting section of it. I already told y'all that Venezuela said America triggered uh the uh, blackout with an electromagnetic pulse. And um, I don't know if we'll ever get to the bottom of that story, but uh, that was on the timeline as well. 
And then, uh, hold on, man, because, uh, you know, I think both of these stories deserve credit, but I'm, I think I'm going to go with this one, man. Um, if you don't know, there was a... <laughs> you think he's got a good here in prison. That's all I'm going to say, man. Um, officials say 57 dead in a Brazil prison riot. 16 people were decapitated. At least 57 prisoners were killed by other inmates during clashes between organized crime groups in the Altamira prison in northern Brazil Monday, with 16, with 16 of the victims being decapitated. And the prisoners here got it too good. I mean, in my crazy warped mind, right, I've watched documentaries of um, prisons in other countries they don't have all the security. They don't have all the TVs. They don't have all the amenities that uh, prisons here in America have. P prisons here are slave labor camps, if we're just going to call them what they are. But um, after reading this story, I'm like, oh, these things got it too good, man. <laughs> Paris State Prison Authorities... Paris State Prison Authorities a fight, say a fight erupted around 7 a.m. between Rio de Janeiro-based Commando... Vermelo and a local criminal group known as Commando Classa A. Leaders of Commando Classa A set fire to a cell belonging to one of the prison's pavilions where members of the Commando Vermelo were located, the statement read. Good God, man. Long story short, man, 57, 57 prisoners died. And um, good God, I just can't imagine this. Kind of prison riot is this? Am I saying it would be good? Or you know, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Let me keep my warped mind out of this uh, a little bit too much, man. And then lastly, lastly, you know, I should have followed up this story with a uh, uh, after Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein, man. But uh, this goes to. 16 Marines arrested at Camp Pendleton on charges ranging from human, human smuggling to drug-related offenses. And if you don't know, I've said numerous, numerous times, um, the government are the real gangsters and the real drug dealers. And um, when I did the Jeffrey Epstein show, I, I kind of was trying to spell it out for you guys that um, it's way, way bigger than you think in terms of that. And... Um, <laughs> this is why I said I want him to live so he could tell on everybody. I definitely should have did this story right after the Jeffrey Epstein thing. But um, I want him to tell on everybody because, <laughs> and you know, part of me is saying like, yo, this is probably because Donald Trump is fucking up the government while all this stuff is getting out and getting busted and uh, getting caught. Like I said, with all the drugs and stuff like that. And, um, that's why I'm conflicted about the guy. I mean, I don't know, man. Fucking signed the 9-11 first responders bill to fund it forever. And um, they call Baltimore shithole. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it goes both ways. But let me get back to this, man. Um, 16 Marines, 16 U.S. Marines were arrested last Thursday for their alleged involvement in activities ranging from human smuggling to drug-related offenses. The arrests were carried out by officials from 1st Marine Division and the Naval Criminal Investigative Service during an 800-person battalion formation at Camp Pendleton in California. If you don't know, 
Camp Pendleton is one of the largest marine bases in America. Um, information gained from a previous human smuggling investigation precipitated the arrest. The 16 Marines were part of 1st Battalion, 5th Marines, an infantry battalion that was preparing for deployment overseas. The Marines arrested were all low-ranking enlisted males, ranging between Private First Class and Corporal. Eight additional Marines were taken in for questioning on their possible involvement in alleged drug offenses unrelated to Thursday's arrest. So when I tell you it's way bigger than you think, um, I'm not. I'm not just saying it to sound smart or like as if I'm making it up, because um, I'm not. It, it's way way bigger than you think, and if you think that um <laughs> that uh, all the people that you think are important um don't know about these things or may have or may have or may have not played a part in some of these things you're you're sadly mistaken because if it's um as i said jeffrey epstein has connections to very powerful people and um now the 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 military isn't on this in some form or fashion so it's all unraveling that, that much I will say, man, especially. But th- this one, with the Marines being involved, just trust me, it's much it's much fucking bigger than you think, man. And um, lastly, let me touch on <laughs> This all fits into the, it's much bigger than you think. Um, there was a company in Arizona that piled up bodies in dismembered limbs instead of using them for scientific research. Uh... The families thought they were donating the bodies of their loved ones to a company that would send them to medical researchers and help them find cures for diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. But when federal authorities raided the Arizona facility of, of the Biological Research Center, they made a horrific discovery. Bodies piled the top of one another, buckets full of body parts and other unsettling scenes. Details that came to light recently when a former FBI agent gave a statement for the lawsuit. Um, this was all discovered back in 2014. All these uh, body parts and buckets and things of that nature. And bodies that were supposed to be for scientific research. Um, it's, way, it's way fucking bigger than you think, people. Um, was this part of some organ harvesting scheme? I don't know. Was it, um, it definitely, there's definitely some shit bigger going on than we all understand. And I'm not even going to pretend as if I have it all together and as if I know all of this. But all of this stuff is connected nonetheless. Whether, you know, from my perspective, it's all connected in some way, shape, or form. From the world picture to um, all the current events between the rioting, between, um, and I, I just pose the question to you people, and I'm like, yo, is it part of the agenda, or am I just tripping over it? And um, maybe it's all the stuff I've watched and things of that, things like that, that lead me to believe that it is all part of an agenda of some sorts. And uh, the only way for you to get not be a part of that agenda is to stay out of it. 
and to not be entertained by it and to um, know when to differentiate real life and uh, real life and reality television or to see through the bullshit and realize, you know, the small shit they're distracting us with has nothing on the bigger picture. And it's uh, it's only getting crazier as the days go on. And it's uh, it's really, really, this is just from one weekend. From uh, when my, I was being a father, so, you know, even if I was lazy and I didn't record the show, uh, it's my fault that I didn't record it, but in the same light. Um, all of this shit went on in the span of four or five days. So... Uh, what was that tweet? Let me get back to that tweet because that's how I'm gonna and that's how I'm gonna end it because uh, it's uh, it 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 has my head spinning and I'm pretty much stuck on this where it's I've lost track of whether the racism is distracting from the crimes or the crimes are distracting from the racism. Salute to Jess Dweck, whoever that is, because she's the one who wrote the tweet and it it fit my mind state so perfectly that I was just like. That is the perfect summation for all of this because there's so much stuff going on that um, we don't know what we're being distracted from. And that is the scary part from my perspective is that um, I'm not an oracle. I don't know it all. I see a lot of stuff unfolding and um. As I said, being I don't know if they put these videos out, so when people see it unfolding, they get spooked. And um, but no, this, this it's all connected, man. So please, you know, if you're listening to this from a jail, uh, tell the homies let Jeffrey Epstein live. I want to see that nigga rat on everybody, and uh, they'll just live your life and don't get be distracted, man. Focus and uh, focus on Jeff Epstein. Let's keep that guy in our prayers because we need him to live so he gets snitched on everybody. And uh, it's all unraveling, people. And uh, all I can do is do this little show and um, hope you like it. And uh, just try to give you some things that may have not hit your radar in the process of four days. For the love of sweet baby Jesus, man. What is this? How many is that? It was, uh, I don't don't remember the body count, but I know at least 24 people got shot and maybe six or seven people are dead. And, um... The gun shit is still not going to stop. So, <laughs> I'm trying to give you some hope, but uh, I'm just giving you the reality, man. And that's that's what the show is about. So, I appreciate you for listening. And until next time, be easy, uh, stay safe, and uh, don't be kissing people in the mouth. You know? I mean, granted, I don't know when this shit is all over. You might want to kiss everybody in the mouth, but uh, you know the disclaimer. I appreciate you all for listening, people. My name is Derek H. Flint. This has been VLG Podcast. Be safe and I'm out of here. One.